María, en la fuerza del solar, yo te he visto con María, en la fuerza del solar, uh, ping pong pan, uh, ping pong pan. Well, that's as close as we get to uh, rock and roll on this radio show. Does your codger here at WFMU playing the 70 RPM records exclusively for one hour every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock? That uh, we just heard from the trio Servando, and they did uh, Diaz Param Panpin, uh, Little Jack Little, with some uh, fine tinkling of the ivories on 3 o'clock in the morning, opened up the old codger show. So it's uh, the last show in February, and in a couple of weeks, uh, we're going to do the, the damn annual fundraiser here, the WFMU, the On The Air Fundraiser. Uh, but uh, you'll be happy to know, I just want to assure you that uh, we, we get to keep most of the money, and, and we, of course, is uh, me, your codger, and my staff, I share it. Actually, uh, <laughs> we, we don't get to keep it, we just keep it. There's a process, and I, I want to share it with you. It's, it's not a mystery. See, the radio station, WFMU, you have to have this bookkeeper. She's a tempting young dish named Kelly Jones. Uh, she used to be a chorus dame in the Follies. And she was all, later she was just part of a lady juggling act, but she messed up her knee, and she had to retire from vaudeville. She told me all this. Uh, but, but she also happened to be great at math. And really good at what they call spreadsheets. So, she's been juggling the books at WFMU for decades. The same talents. She's just applying them in a different field. But anyway, so we at the Old Kaiser Radio Show, we, we like Kelly. And we cut a deal with her. She tabulates all the money donated to the radio station during the Old Kaiser Radio Show, during the marathon. Then... She parks it in an offshore account in the Cayman Islands. 
And Kelly gets, she's a deal, she gets to keep a 10% kick, a, a commission. Maybe I shouldn't be announcing this on the radio. I wouldn't want to get Kelly in trouble. But, I, I, I mean, she explained this, this to us. And this is Kelly herself providing the details. And Kelly is a professional bookkeeper. She showed us her certificate from what she claims is a uh, respectable bookkeeping academy. I think it had uh, Del Barton in the name. Anyway, she says there's nothing illegal about doing business with banks in the Cayman Islands. So uh, we here at the Orcadre Show are very grateful for Kelly's reassurances and for her ongoing financial counsel. So anyway, we hope uh, in two weeks you, you will pledge to the Orcadre Show, but don't pledge zero. Because it just so happens that zero is our least favorite number. Uh, unless, unless there's a positive natural number in front of it, and there's a string of zeros after it. Then we like zeros. The odd thing about zero dollars is that it's the only amount of dollars which is not affected by inflation. In 1934, if you had zero dollars, regardless of the compound rate of inflation over the past 88 years, it would still be worth zero. And regardless of whether we have high inflation this year, next year it'll still be worth zero. It'll be worth zero forever. It's rare to find that kind of stability in financial markets. Anyway, moving along with the old Kaiser radio show, you know, you people always writing letters, postcards. Let's, let's dip into the old Kaiser mailbag with Unita Bodenheim. It's the old Kaiser mailbag. Dear Mr. Codger, my name is Raniel and I listen to your show before bedtime every week except when Sophie Tucker comes on and my mother makes me turn down the volume because she says it is adult listening. My favorite is the major motion picture soundtracks, especially the ones with Raul 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 Jr. Those are the funniest. Please play more. Also, please never ever play Hartman's Heartbreakers because last year, once, my mother heard it almost threw my radio out the window and I had to beg and promise to change my underwear every day. Sometimes, after I listen to your show, I dream I visit your shanty and also Gus and Rummy Del Barton is there and we make model cars and smell the paint. Yours sincerely, Raniel. P.S. Do you change your underwear every day? I'm taking a poll. Dear friend, my name is Mrs. Glory Olatunji, stepdaughter of the world-renowned shellac tycoon, Prince Tunde Olatunji, who is the last living member of the deposed Nigerian royal family and who has lived in exile for the past 40 years in an undisclosed locale that I cannot name for understandable safety reasons. Regrettably, he is now destitute and in failing health with troubles of the prostate. There is a family fortune of over $20 million worth of 78 RPM records, and unfortunately I am unable to transfer the discs to his location without it being traced. Therefore, I am soliciting your kind help in transferring said discs out of the country. If you would provide your business name and address or letterhead for verification, I will arrange a shipment to your warehouses for safekeeping until I can arrange for purchase. In return for your gracious assistance, my stepfather will allow you to personally retain $2 million worth of the discs. I anxiously await your response. Sincerely, Mrs. Glory. To whom it may concern. Married white male with 146 IQ looking to collaborate on the mind-body problem with well-read, attractive, shapely female. Mensa membership a plus. Mysterians only, please. Contact mailbranch at mindspring.com. Well, that's it for this week. Before you leave these portals to meet less fortunate mortals, there's just one parting message I would give to you. Secret teachings of science So I hope through life You never will decline In spite of Philistine defiance To do what all good scientists do 
experiment make it your motto day and night experiment and it will lead you to the light the apple on the top of the tree is never too high to achieve just take an example from me At each attempt to hold you down If this advice you'll only employ The future can offer you infinite joy and merriment Experiment and you'll see
But that was very nice. That was Mary Lou Williams and her trio. Well, uh, it was, yes, and her trio. And it was called Roland. Before that, Ruth Edding, the, the lovely, and so many people love Ruth Edding, and I understand because she has such a sweet voice. That was Now I'm in Love by Ruthie. Uh, Carl Crest and Dick McDonough did Chicken a la Swing. Uh, the Howard McGee Sextet did Midnight at Minton's. Minton's was an old club, an old jazz club. And uh, Gertrude Lawrence singing a Cole Porter song, Experiment. This is Courtney Olkajer on WFMU, here every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock. And I've been here a long time, and last week I answered a question. Someone asked me about my age. And I answered it by being evasive. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, that, that resolved the issue. Look, I'm ageless. I'm like, a, I'm like one of those coy maidens who's been alive far longer than a century. I do not reveal my age. And I, and I don't have a problem getting older. I don't have a problem with aging. But there's, well, there's one enormous negative about getting older. Listen, especially if you're young, and most of you are. Across time, as you age, you will find that music gets worse. And you can prove it. It's empirical. It's scientifically quantifiable. I can show you in charts and graphs and metrics. The statistics do not lie. I, I do, but the numbers don't. So like, music was great in the 1920s. You had Ruth Edding and Fats Waller and Duke Ellington. And then it was the 1930s. And you had uh, Ruth Edding and Fats Waller and, and Duke Ellington. And then the 1940s, where... Uh, Ruth Edding and Fats Waller were gone, but, but Ellington was still going strong. But it started going downhill in the 1950s, which, and here's where cause and effect becomes a factor. The 1950s were when they phased out the 78 RPM disc. Well, that triggered a cultural cataclysm. And then the 1960s were worse. And the 1970s were near insufferable. By the 1980s, music had attained total insufferability. The 1990s were horrific. And the first decade of this century? Atrocious. And it's been downhill ever since without any indication that we're even close to hitting the bottom. So, look, you young people, uh, you know, people under 55, let's say, you young people, this is what you have to look forward to as you get older. Music will just keep getting worse. This is what history teaches us. I am your oracle. You will look back years from now as you cover your ears and you think, oh, the old codger, he was right. Oh, bless his soul. I might still be alive, actually. Anyway, now, nowadays, you know, I'm told that all music is, is someplace called Spotify. Except except music by certain aging hippies. That's what I've been told. So, anyway, I've gone all over the building here, the WFMU studios and the offices in Jersey City, and no one has shown me where they keep the Spotify machine. Now, there's a giant record library on the second floor. It's filled with useless LPs and 45s and cassettes and compact discs and 8-track tapes, but not a single 70 RPM disc which is why I have to bring mine from home. Oh, that's somebody, I forget who it was, Scott Williams or someone said, the Spotify library is on the computer. And he pointed to it. I said, that's impossible. You couldn't fit five Jimmy Lunsford 78s in there. Well, anyway, let's get back to the music. Well, oh, oh wait, before we go back to the music, we have some nonsense here by, uh, it's just utter, it's going to be three wasted minutes, I know, but I'm obligated. It, it, it's a... Uh, some nonsense from Gus Bodenheim. Stan, but I don't see why I should be expected We're to... on, Gus. Right. Gus Bodenheim here, and today I'm speaking to the ladies. I know you enjoy learning about little tips and tricks to liven up the daily drear, indulge your latent creative fancies, and yes, stretch your daily allowance. Have no fear, Gus Bodenheim is here. How often do you find yourself wondering, did I or did I not take my various tablets and capsules today? 
You don't want the consequences of skipping a day, nor do you want to double up and risk the agony and possible fatality associated with overdose. Sure, you can buy one of those pill organizers they sell at the drugstore, but those can be surprisingly costly. And where's the fun in apportioning your daily medicines and supplements to the drab chambers of a charmless store-bought plastic container? Never fear... Oh, must I? Yeah, very well. Never fear, Gus is here. Let's make a drugs caddy. Now, if you're like me, you collect and keep various bits and bobs that might come in handy someday. Things like these little cinch clip things from bread bags. Someday they'll be good for something, I'm told. Whatever. Well, today I'm using this collection of tops. Aerosol deodorant can tops, whipped cream caps and the like. These will be our medicine cups, holding each day's allotment of antidepressants, antibiotics, anti-inflammatories, sleep aids, stimulants, vitamins, narcotics, and mystery tablets. Now I like to use a paint stirrer for our base. These can be had gratis at your local hardware supply store. If you need many stirrers to create a stacked morning, noon, and night drug caddy, your best bet is hitting multiple hardware outlets to avoid testy salesmen. For this simple seven-day caddy, I like to affix my caps to the stirrer using Mod Podge. This stuff is a crafter's dream and comes in flat, glossy, and glow-in-the-dark varieties as you prefer. Simply adhere your caps to the paint stirrer, marking each one with Mon, Choose, Wed, et al. to indicate the day. I like to use a Sharpie marker. Some of you might prefer to clip the name of each day from your daily newspaper and Mod Podge that to each appropriate cup for a more professional effect. In any event, you may want to complete your personalized drugs caddy by Mod Podging glitter, colored aquarium sand, shaved felt, anything you like all over the damn thing, and voila, there it is. Just look at that, won't you? Hmm. Whimsical, personal, and a compliment to any home. Thanking you for sharing with me this ill-advised experiment in programming. I am Gus Bodenheim.
yellow gals like a frigid zone. Brown skin's about the same. You want some good loving, get yourself an old crow jade. She's heated. Lord, she's heated. You got to heat it and warm it. Let the good work go on. Now, I ain't no janitor, no farmer's son, but I can keep your boiler hot till the superintendent come. I mean, I can heat it. I mean, I can heat it. I can heat it and warm it. Let the good work go on. Upon my shelf, I'm a fool about what is left, and I'm keeping it for myself. So try and get it. You can't buy it cause I won't sell. You won't get it, so you can tell. I should keep it if I catch well. So try and get it. Yes, there's someone, there will come one who will make me fall. By then maybe like a baby, I'll say just take it all. No use getting down on your knees. I meet beggars and then I freeze. I shall give it to whom I please, but try and get it. All the world knows Cleo had it. Kings and dukes sat in their fields. Caesar heard they couldn't get it. Then he got down on his knees. He gave Greece and Rome to Cleo. That's when those two countries split. Cleo said, throw in your army, then I'll give you a little bit.
Now knock at these dames today Who's got fortunes they gave away But I'm keeping my fortune safe So try and get it You may think that I'm Isle Jam I'm just skeptical of a jam Got my pearl and I'm like a clam So try and get it I said someday there will come my way When I can't resist Then I'll take up even makeup For all the fun I've missed I'm not stingy and I'm not a care I'm not good and I'm not bad I've got something that can be had But try and get it She's my most intimate friend And naturally I shan't say a word it doesn't make a bit of difference to me what the papers are printed or what anyone's heard. I like her. Of course, I don't entirely approve of her killing her husband. But nevertheless, he was a logical person for her to kill. And she did do it nicely, we all must confess. She's never been mentally sound, you know. As a child, she had a murderous trend. I was with her when she... when her brother fell in the well. Of course, I'd never admit it. She's my most intimate friend. Her mother was that sexy Amy Tittlemouse. You remember we all found her rather queer. And her father is a manic depressive. Why, hadn't you heard? He's been in San Quentin for over a year. So she comes by it naturally. She's such a pretty girl, too. I thought it was disgusting of that physician to feel compelled to tell everyone in the court about her incurable poisonous ivy condition. She had so many bows. I think he did it for an ad. A wretched trick to further his own end. He got every man in town for a patient. Of course, I knew it was true. She's my most intimate friend. And after all, I did try to defend her. I said she was drunk when she shot him. Why, she'd been drinking like crazy for days. She was blind. It's miraculous, really, that she got him. And dope. Lord, she has stuck herself with that needle. So many holes front and back. If she had any inner radiance, she'd be a living tower of jewels. It's a shame for the tourists that her soul is so black. I like her. There isn't anybody in the world that could get me to say one thing about her. She's what she is, and of course she'll never mend. She's an intro-ultra-extrovert, but so what? She's my most intimate friend. I know she's diseased. I know she's insane. I know she can only be appeased with a lash and champagne. I know Wellesley fired her for her actions with the girls, and I know what inspired her to poison her mother. She wanted the pearls. I know all about the battalion that she left too weak to walk. And I know about the stallion. No, that was only talk. I know they call her house the hutch and compare her to the rabbit. And I know exactly just how much black magic she does on the Sabbath. In fact, I know a lot of things I could tell if I would, but a gossip I never will end. Wild horses couldn't drag one word from my mouth. After all, she's my most intimate friend. Well, we just listened to Bruce Fletcher. Uh, he was a real man's man. And we heard, uh, she's my most intimate friend. From Bruce Fletcher. Prior to that was uh, B-Foot. We try and get it. Uh, we heard the great Gene Krupa. What a terrific uh, drummer he was. Great showman and a band leader. And uh, he was with his orchestra there. And they j did uh, Jungle Madness. We heard Frankie Jackson. She was singing. And Tampa Red accompanying her. On It's Heated. So... Earlier on the program, this is the old Codger, by the way, on WFMU every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock, bringing you a, a change of pace, some good music, some enjoyable radio, and a little bit of, you know, I'm a raconteur occasionally, and I'm a jokester, of course, and I'm a historian, and an archivist, and a collector, and an enthusiast. I'm all of these things. Anyway, and I'm your, I was going to say I'm your friend. Oh, come on, let's not take it that far. Anyway, earlier in the program, we heard Unita Bodenheim, part of the Bodenheim bloodline. There's so many Bodenheims. Uh, I think a bunch of them are going to come down during the fundraiser in a few weeks. Right now, Unita is home, in her kitchen. She's angling to enter the high-end dessert market. You see, Unita was in a fancy restaurant two weeks ago. And By the way, did you ever notice that fancy 
the word fancy rhymes with schmancy? Well, someone had to point that out, but I digress. Anyway, Yomita was at this bistro, finishing her prune souffle with a side of uh, prune crepes with prune sauce. These are some of her favorite delicacies. Anyway, so she asked to see the dessert menu. They brought her the dessert menu, and one of the offerings was called Death by Chocolate. Death by Chocolate. Well, this inspired Yunita. And when she got home, she began working on concocting what, what she calls artisanal desserts along these lines. She created her own recipe for her own Death by Chocolate. But, but she called it Euthanasia by Chocolate because eating it and dying is your own choice. It's voluntary. In fact, when you order this dessert, Euthanasia by Chocolate, uh, it, it, before it is served, you have to sign a health directive. And if the chocolate leads to actual death, whoever prepared and served it is fully indemnified from liability. And after a coroner affirms that the cause of death was in fact chocolate, this is followed by a brief period of bereavement for the other dinner guests, after which liqueurs are served. Anyway, she's got this whole line she's working on besides the euthanasia by chocolate. She's, she's got this great one. It's called hospice by chocolate. Then there's Assisted living by chocolate. Uh, palliative care by chocolate. And it is a very subtle but restorative rehab by chocolate. And finally, for vegetarians, she's got IV drip by chocolate. So this is going to be a new line of uh, artisanal desserts introduced by Yunita Bodenheim uh, sometime later this year. Well, anyway, uh, running out of time here uh, on a Tuesday night, playing 78s. Here's a, here's a great, here's a great one by Fats Navarro.
and unfortunately it's going to wrap up the program. Well, we wrapped it up in fine style there with Hal Kemp and his orchestra, great band leader. Fortunately, he died very young. But that was something called Workout by Hal Kemp and his orchestra. Before that, the, Hack, the Hackberry Ramblers did On Top of the World. And Fats Navarro and Tad Dameron with uh, Jabero. So this is Courtney, your codger. I'll be back next week. And on next week's program, I'm going to address the accusations made by some envious WFMU staffers that the Orcadra radio show is a doomsday cult. Yeah, I'll take care of all of you, rhetorically speaking. So stay tuned for Maury's Coney Island. This is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org.
Oh, oh, oh. 